Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. I really feel like God uh, put this on my heart to just based on you know, what we're all going through and what, uh, you know, just our experiences in these last few months. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Amen. Amen. I want to preach on the subject, the God of all comfort. Would you clap your hands? Let's praise Him right now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Your will be done today, Lord. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. The God of all comfort. You know, we look to many things for our comfort. And we do. And there's nothing wrong with that. We need comfort. Comfort is part of, of life. It's part of balancing when we have stress and when we have a, you know, when we're exhausted, when we need a vacation or when we just need a break or whatever, or we need comfort when we're, you know, going through things. Amen. I know that there's times, uh, you know, when, uh, you know, when, when I was working a, a regular job and everything and things would get real stressful, uh, I would look to comfort food. Amen. To comfort me. And I guess you would call that stress eating, but I, want, I don't want to call it that. I'll just call it comfort eating. Amen. Because I would say, you know, uh, you know it's been a crazy day, but, uh, you know, so I'm not going to get some, you know, rabbit food. Amen. That's not going to comfort me. I'm going to need a full-on pastrami sandwich and fries and a soda. And I need, some, I need a bunch of ranch to dip the fries in. I'm not just going to eat those with the ketchup. I'm going with the ranch all the way. Because I need comfort. Amen. And, you know, there's comfort comes from many things in our life. Spending time with the ones we love brings comfort. Sharing a meal with our family and friends at home or at a restaurant. I, I forgot what that was, but at a restaurant brings us comfort. Going places like amusement parks, museums, malls, ballparks, many other places where we can gather, uh, you know, even parks or whatever to get away where people gather, you know, to, it, it brings us comfort, gives us a break, amen, it gives us an escape. Going on vacation and traveling, what's that, brings us comfort, amen. Even kids being able to actually go to school for, you know, six or eight hours a day, it definitely used to bring the parents comfort, I think, amen, <laughs> praise God. 
But unfortunately, due to a pandemic, we have not been able to do a lot of these things that we're used to doing that brings comfort to our lives. As a result, our lives have been greatly disrupted. People find themselves struggling at times like this. Things like this can get us down if, if you know, we're not careful. And because of how long this has gone on and, 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 and the uncertainty of how long it's going to keep going on, uh, it's taking a toll on people. This, this can cause people to start feeling hopeless and comfortless. It reminds me of a verse of scripture that uh, Solomon wrote in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 1. He said, and he was a very wise man, giving, God gave him great wisdom. He said, so I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun. And behold, the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. And on the, on the side of their oppressors there was power, but they had no comforter. Amen. And sometimes in situations like this, we can feel like, where's the comforter? Where, where's the comfort coming from? Amen. But I just want to come today and remind us that as children of the Most High God and believers in God and followers of God, we should have never allow ourselves to get in a place in our lives that we don't think there's no comforter because we have a comforter in God. Amen. And we always will. Praise God. Our comfort comes from God. Sometimes when we can't get the other kind of comforts that I just read to you, amen, but we should always realize that our real comfort, our lasting comfort, you know, some of these other things, they comfort us for a short time, but God gives us comfort that is lasting, yes. that is deep, amen, that's really, that helps us praise God, Thank amen. Our comfort comes from God. God comforts those who are cast down, God comforts those who are downhearted. Amen. And as my pastor, Brother White, used to always say, amen, when people are downhearted and, and, and downtrodden, he would say it like this, they are in the mully grubs. And I used to, when I first heard that, I go, what in the world is that? Mully grubs sounds like some kind of a worm or like a plant or I don't know what it is. Amen. But you know, Molly Grubbs is in the Webster's Dictionary online, so it's, it's real. Praise God. Amen. It's just another way of saying when you're not feeling good. Amen. And you're feeling ornery. You're feeling like just frustrated and, and down about things or whatever because it seems like you can't do something about some of these things. Uh, but we've got a comforter in it all. Praise Thank God. Amen. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 4, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Praise God. He'll come. So people that are mourning right now, people that are suffering right now, people that are grieving right now, people that are hurting right now, Right now, people that have felt lost in their life right now, I'm telling you, amen. Blessed are those people when they look to the comforter, yes. for they yes. shall yes. be comforted. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I want to give us a message of hope today, amen, that no matter what it looks like, amen, God is our comforter, praise yes. God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank our text you. verse lets us know that he's the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation. Yes. And tribulation is the rough times in life. 
It's the times that we either bring on our own selves or that come our way uninvited. Amen. Whether it's sickness, whether it's issues, relationship issues, problems at work or school or whatever it is. Amen. I'm telling you, he's the God of all comfort and he comforts us not in some, but not in most, but in all our tribulation. Amen. Now, tribulation, we can't get away from it because it's part of life. But Jesus said, in the world, you shall have tribulation. And we understand that. But he said, be of good cheer. And that's another way of saying, be comforted. Because Jesus said, I have overcome the world. You stick with me. Amen. And you'll overcome also. So even in your tribulation, you can be comforted. Even in your valley of the shadow of death, the psalmist 23 said, the psalmist said in verse chapter 23, I shall be yes, with you yes, in yes. your valley. Amen. Yes. I'm there, just look for me. I'm there, just reach for me. Yes. My hand of comfort will be all around you. Amen. Isaiah 51, 12, I, even I am he that comforteth you. I'm the one. I'm your chief comforter. I'm the one that you should look for for comfort more than anything else. I'm not saying these other things aren't good and that we shouldn't have them. We need all of it. Praise God. But let's not forget our highest priority. Let's not forget our first love. Let's not forget the most important comfort that comes supernaturally, praise Thank God, to Jesus. us. When we need it the most. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So our greatest and most consistent source of comfort is God himself. Yes. Amen. Isaiah 49, 13. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. Break forth into singing, O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. Amen. The Lord hath comforted his people. He's going to have mercy on the afflicted. Amen. Whether it's, a, whether it's a sickness affliction, whether it's a mental affliction, an emotional affliction, whatever it is, whether somebody's afflicting you, praise God, he shall have mercy on the afflicted. God gave us, amen, his spirit to comfort us. God gave us his word to comfort us. Amen. His word is a huge comfort to us. Psalms 119 verse 49 Remember the word to your servant upon which you have caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has given me life. Amen. What are you hoping for this morning? What are you looking for to find comfort in, in this morning? I'm here to tell you, amen, it's right there in the Bible. Praise yes, God. His word, hallelujah, has caused me to hope. Yes. His word, amen, has given me life. It comforts me in my affliction. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. Paul said that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Let the scriptures comfort you. Comfort of the scriptures. Some people read the Bible and all they see is the bad news in there. No, it's the gospel is the good news. You've got to be looking for the good news. 
Amen. If all you see is bad news, you need to make a change in your life. Praise God. That means you're, 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 not going, you're going against the grain. Praise God. But when you're trying to do your best and follow it, praise God, you're going to see the good. You're going to see, because the Bible said, amen, you know, there's a lot of promises in the Bible. And there's an old song saying, all the promises of God are mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. I'm not looking for the bad promises. I'm looking for the good promises. I'm getting comfort from the good promises. Jesus was always comforting people during his earthly ministry. He said to the woman with the issue of blood, remember she came up and kind of, you know, uh, just went through the crowd and reached for the hem of his garment, and she was immediately felt like she was healed, and then she kind of just shrunk back into the crowd because she was afraid. She didn't know if, uh, you know if something went wrong or whatever. She knew she felt better, but she didn't know if she did something wrong. And uh, when, he said, when he stopped and said, who touched me? Amen. And she was a little afraid. And then uh, she said, it was me. And then he said, hey, <laughs> praise God. He said these words, be of good comfort. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Your faith has made you whole. Be of good comfort. Don't be afraid. Don't be anxious about it. Just be of good comfort. You can touch me anytime you want. Amen. You can touch me anytime you want. You can reach out and touch the presence of God anytime you want. Be of good comfort. Even if you're not in church, if you're at home and you're feeling bad, or you're at work, just touch him. Just reach out and touch the hem of his garment. Go in the ladies' room. Go in the men's room. Go somewhere and touch him. And be of good comfort. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God. Thank you, We Lord. can just touch Thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, blind Bartimaeus, he was screaming because he couldn't see, obviously, anything, but he could hear what was going on. And Jesus and the whole entourage, the whole crowd was coming by. Jesus. He was yelling out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And some of the followers of Jesus were telling him to shut up. Amen. But he, you know, when, when you have a need and with you really are sick of, tired of being sick and tired of yes, whatever it is, yes. amen, you're not going to shut up. Right, amen. Right. And the squeaky yes. wheel gets the grease with God. Thank the people you, that Jesus. don't just stop and that keep on until Thank something you, happens, Jesus. amen. That's what blind Bartimaeus did. And then Jesus stopped and said, bring him. Tell, tell him to come here. Amen. Bring him to me. Hallelujah. And then those same people that say, shut up. They said, oh, he, he likes you now. So we like you, you know. See, those are the kind of people, those are the kind of people that we call chameleons. You know, like a chameleon lizard? Amen. You ever seen those chameleon lizards? You can, you can, uh, they'll, they'll match any background. They're on a tree, they'll look like a tree limb color. They're on leaves, they'll look like leaves. If they're on something red, they'll turn red. If they're on something bright green, they'll turn bright green. They just go with what the flow is. Amen. But we don't want to be those kind of people. No. We want to be just who we are and what right. God wants yes. us to be. Yes. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we're going to stick out like a sore thumb. We're not going to blend in. But we don't want to blend in. We right. want to be what yes. Jesus wants yes. us to be. Thank we you. want to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 
So let me get back to my story. So anyway, they came over and got him, praise God, and said, oh, he's calling for you. You know, be of good cheer. So now they're saying, instead of saying, shut up, be of good cheer. He's calling for you. Amen. So even they had enough smarts to know when Jesus calls your name and Jesus says, come on over. Amen. It's time to be of good cheer. It's time to be of good comfort. It's time to be excited. Because he knows your name and he knows what you're going through. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I'm talking about the God of all comfort. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we need him every day. Yes, we do. God referred to the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit as the comforter in four different occasions in the New Testament to let us know that comfort was going to be a major part and a major attribute and a major thing that the Spirit of God, when it came to involve itself with humans, human beings, that would be one of its major things is to comfort us. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad. John chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. You see, amen, when God gave us the Spirit of God he came to stay he came he doesn't just leave when the t- going gets rough he's not a fair-weather friend we've all had people that they were there when things were good and then we looked and when stuff got rough uh, hey where'd you guys go bye and you can't depend on them you can, we got a friend that sticks closer than Thank a brother and his name is Jesus yes. amen and he's our comforter and he will abide with us forever all the way through. Jesus said, I, for John 14, 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Letting us know that the baptism of the Holy Spirit was none other than Jesus Christ in spirit form coming back after his resurrection and ascension. He, he said, I'm going to come to you. And that's why the Bible said, you know, we, we really, people get confused. Amen. When they read sometimes where it says the Father's in us. And then it says Christ in you, the hope of glory. And then it said they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's like, I don't know if I got room for three inside of me. Don't worry. You don't need to have three room for three. You just need to have room for one. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. He is inside of you. Amen. I'm going to come to you. John 16, 7. Jesus said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. Huh, I wonder why that is. Because he had to go away because he is the comforter. Amen. In another form. Praise God. If I go not away, uh, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. He's talking about his own self. Oh, hallelujah. What a great revelation. And then John chapter 14, verse 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. Amen. The comforter comes in the name of Jesus. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Praise God. So four different times he calls the Holy Ghost the comforter. Amen. God of all comfort. 
We have a comforter. Amen. Some people have a comforter on their bed. But you know what? When you get out of bed, and and unless you're going to wrap it around you to get in a car and wrap it around you to go to the store (laughs) and wrap it around you and lay it over your legs at work, amen, you don't have a comforter with you all the time. Amen. But in Jesus, you do. Praise God. Because he's inside of you. Praise the Lord. And he's comforting me from the inside out. He's making me warm from the inside out. Warm and fuzzy. Woo! Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I think you're feeling what I'm feeling. I'm feeling the comforter moving in this place right now. I feel the comfort of the Holy Ghost in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we get our true comfort from God. And then we comfort others with God's comfort. Mm-hmm. Amen. That second verse in our text said, 2 Corinthians 1, 4, who, talking about God, comforts us in all our tribulation. Why? Not only that we comfort ourselves with that comfort, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. How? By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Oh, you mean God gives me more comfort than I really need? If I, hey, hey, That's true. Praise God. He gives you more than enough. God's always, He's not a stingy God. He's always giving you more than you need. Amen. He gives you extra comfort. So you can comfort yourself with that comfort. And then when you see family members and friends and neighbors and co-workers and fellow students and other people, amen, getting caught up in this, this whole situation that we're all facing and living in today that amen you can share that comfort with them you can give them the comfort of the scriptures and you can tell them you can have this comforter full time in your heart like i do amen and receive the spirit of god in your life so since god's not stingy with his comfort we shouldn't be stingy with our, our comfort that he would get from him Oh, yeah. I got all this comfort, man. Whoa, yeah. I'm going to can all I get and get all I can. Then nobody's going to get it. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Nope. You you don't want God to turn off the spigot on you, do you? Right. But hey, God, where's my comfort? Well, you're not sharing it. Right. Good. We got to share it. Yes, amen. Amen. Thank you. We got extra. Don't worry. There's more where that came from. Don't right, worry. Right, right. Share it, praise God. Yes. You know that song we sing, praise the Lord, everybody, that last verse? Amen. Uh, put aside your doubt. Amen. And get closer to the spout where the glory's coming out. Yeah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Yeah. Amen. Just go back to the spout, fill up, and then go back about your day. Give out some comfort. Give out some comfort. Come on, everybody, hang in there. It's going to be okay. Amen. I got to get some more. I got to get some more. Amen. I get more in church. I get more in the Word. I get more in prayer, in fasting on Tuesdays. Praise God. Share your comfort. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 2 Corinthians 7, 13 said, We comforted, we comforted you. Uh, We were comforted in your comfort. That's what Paul said. 
We saw the comfort you had, and we were comforted. Amen. You know, sometimes when somebody's getting blessed, somebody could be standing right next to them and just getting splashed on. Yes. Woo, what's yes. that? Woo! Feel something. Amen. I'm comforted with your comfort. Yes. Man, Amen. something's coming from you. Good. Praise God. First Thessalonians. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5.11, wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another. That's what we're doing right here. Thank God that we're not online only anymore. Thank where we're all, you know, throwing up the little hearts and, you know, well, that's cool. And all the emojis and we're running out of emojis. That was great. And we had to do it. Praise God. But Thank we're here Jesus. now. Thank Hallelujah. Jesus. And we're comforting one another. Thank we're comforting Jesus. one another. We're edifying one another. Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God gave us a church to bring us great comfort as well. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13, as one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Amen. Now, Jerusalem, it was a literal place in the Old Testament. It's still a literal place today. It's the, the capital, amen, where God put his name in the capital of Israel. God's people, praise God, in the natural. But you know what? Jerusalem is symbolic of the church in the New Testament. Galatians 4.26 says, But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. Talking about spiritual Jerusalem. And right now, that's the church on the earth, praise God. Amen. And just like Christian believers are called children of Abraham by faith, amen, Jerusalem is the, the church of the living God. And we, he comforts us like a mother comforts his child. Amen. Hallelujah. In Jerusalem, you shall be comforted. In Jerusalem, why come to church? Comfort. Why come to church? Comfort. Yes, amen. Among many other things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Because there's great comfort when we gather together as the church. There's great comfort when we pray together. There's great comfort when we fast together. There's great comfort when we praise and worship God together. There's great comfort when we fellowship together. And there's great comfort when we hear the word of the Lord together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Would you stand with me? Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said in Acts chapter 9, verse 31, Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. You see, we need the fear of the Lord. That's respect for His Word and knowing that He's going to do what He said He's going to do. We need that, but we can't have only that. We can't have only the Word only without the Spirit. We can't have only the fear of God without the Spirit. We have to have the fear of God and the comfort of the Holy Ghost together. And when we have that, we're edified. When we have that, we'll multiply. We'll grow. Amen. And I'll close with this passage of Scripture. I'm excited about this one. Amen. And we've, I've been thinking more about 
this event in the last six, eight, nine months than any other time in recent memory. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep or died, lest you sorrow as those who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord and catch verse 18. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. I wanted to leave you with some comforting words this morning. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming back for us. Jesus is coming back. Amen. I know this world, we have some we have some ties here, obviously. Amen. And we like to do things. Praise God. But I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, that this world is really not our home. Amen. Our treasures are in heaven. I'm just passing through. I'm strangers and pilgrims. I'm looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. And I'm waiting for the sound of the trumpet and the shout from heaven. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.